Welcome back to Footsteps in the Attic, and this is a very special bonus episode because my listeners know my favorite film of all time, bar none, is It's a Wonderful Life, Christmas classic. And I have the honor and privilege today of talking with Janine Roos, who played young Violet Bick in that very film. Janine, welcome to the show. Thank you. And it's true, I like all the boys. <laughs> I, what is that like? What, like, growing up, what got you into the business? Well, quite honestly, it was my mother's ambition. Is that right? I, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was never a, a good, comfortable fit for me. But uh, I was able to perform, and uh, so I, you know, <laughs> had had gigs and, and uh, was uh, successful. Yeah, you sure were. <laughs> Even if it wasn't your desire, you still booked the work, and that's quite impressive. Right. Right. Now, I know um, I was an actor myself, and I certainly cannot remember a ton of auditions that I had, but I was curious if you had any memories of your audition for It's a Wonderful Life. All I remember is going to the studio and meeting Frank Capra, and um, then suddenly I had the part, and <laughs> I was on, on the stage. Wow. Soundstage, yeah. You, you... Uh, I, I think part part of it was that I looked like Gloria Graham as a young child. Right. Yeah, I was thinking that even watching the film all these times, like they really did a great job casting you because you really do have a resemblance to Gloria. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Did, did so you... So I think that was more more significant than anything else <laughs> <in> selection <laughs> did they do any po- it, was the only, it was the only movie I was in well you know what if you could be in one film I think that's the film to be in <laughs> you're, you're right <laughs> yes. it was a winner <laughs> <laughs> do people when they find out who you are just want to give you a giant hug because of the warm memories that film evokes in everybody Yes, uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> it's really touching to me how how people are so uh, moved by the movie and the story and the uh, the sense of community. Absolutely, what a good way to put it. It's had such an effect on pop culture, and I know myself, I absolutely adore the movie. So to me. I'd rather be talking with you than the Beatles or anybody else you could mention because it's a true honor. Are you dating yourself? <laughs> I'm 47 and I'm very happy to say I absolutely love this movie. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm very curious like what it's like to be a part of a movie that's been such... Uh, and you know, had this iconic impact on on pop culture and just around the world globally. Like, what is that like for you? Because, like you said, that's that's the one movie you did. But I mean, what a movie to have done! 
Um, that's not an easy answer. Uh, I was for for many years. I had a um, I felt a great deal of shame about having been a child performer. So it took me quite a long time to be able to be come comfortable owning the fact that I was in the film that was iconic and uh, that touched many people. So it was when I first went to a festival in Missouri that I realized that that people really just wanted to have the experience of, of being with somebody who had been in that movie. And it wasn't about whether you had a huge part or a small part. Uh, it was just that those of us who were in the movie carry, carry a certain energy of, of, the, of the success. Wow. That's so well said. It's so true. And and so beloved, you know, everybody in that movie, it's just it's like a warm hug, it truly is. And I think mm-hmm. you you had alluded to it earlier, just the powerful message behind it that, you know, no matter where you are in your life, you can find the beauty in it and it really can be a fulfilling life, even if you feel like you're not doing enough or there's, you know, something missing. Sometimes the answer is right in front of you and you don't even realize it. Exactly. Exactly. I think one of, one of the messages of the movie that I find most moving is that George Bailey, uh, played by Jimmy Stewart, of course, yes, uh, is the ultimate caretaker. He takes care of his family. He takes care of his community. And when he needs help, it's a difficult experience for him. It's, it's unfamiliar. Right. And that's when he loses hope and uh, says he wishes he had never been born. And so we, we have an opportunity to see what it was like if we didn't exist the impact that we have on, on people, that we have no idea that we do. And as he witnesses this, he realizes that he wants to live. It, it's almost like the, the, the current best-selling novel, The Midnight um, Library. Yes, I've heard of that. And uh, so when he says, I want to live, uh, and really owns that he comes back to his existence and finds that he has all this help that he had no idea he would have just pouring out yeah. uh, it's a- and I, I think that's something that's a lesson that many of us need to take in and realize that we we don't have to be always the one who's taking care but also 
we can accept help. I love that. And, and, and you're right. It's something we can so easily forget. So it's wonderful to remember a movie like this to gain that perspective back on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very curious. I know, again, it was, it was a while back, but you know what? You're a very sharp individual and <laughs> you're a very active individual. I'm curious. I'm curious. That scene is actually one of my favorites. I think it sets and establishes the characters so well the Gower drug scene where you wander into the drugstore and of course, you know, give a, a, a very uh, warm welcome to young George. Um, what was your memories of filming that scene? My, my first uh, memory is of shooting it 35 times. Oh my God. <laughs> Running into the drugstore. I don't know what the difference was between take number one and take number 35 but somehow Frank Capra did and he finally said that's a wrap oh my gosh you must have been so tired and tired of saying those lines <laughs> well he he taught me how to be a sort of a young vamp <laughs> And uh, did you get along with everybody in your scene? I'm sure after 35 times you bonded. Right. right. <laughs> did, did they do any? I actually, was shot over two days. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and I know it was in the summer, right? So it was pretty hot. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. <laughs> and did you have some type of a rap party where you got to you know sort of meet Gloria and of course Jimmy and because I know your scene was of course the young version of them but did they get you all together well they had a picnic at the end of the uh, shoot when the, when the film was totally uh, finished but I wasn't able to go because I was performing every Sunday on the Phil Harris Alice Faye show. Oh my and, goodness. And so it, it overlapped and I wasn't able to go to the picnic. Wow, you were so busy. I, I remember reading that about you and I was like, wow, she probably didn't have a lot of personal time at that stage in her life. Right, right. right. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad you... I think that's what I missed so much. Uh, Just being being able to be a kid. Yeah, right. Right. Exactly. You're a normal kid. <laughs> I, I don't blame you at all. I, I don't blame you at all. Um, do, do you have a favorite scene from the film? Um, Other than your amazing scene, of course. <laughs> I, I, I think the one where uh, George is back on the bridge and he says, Dear God, I want to live. Uh, that, that one really touches me. I mean, I, I feel his, his despair and his desire. And um, he, he just, he, he performed that so beautifully. He sure it, did. He feels like he's really in that feeling. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I completely agree with you. It, it, 
it brings emotions to me up every time I see that. He's, mm-hmm. he's just a brilliant performance. And like you just said, I believed he truly believed it at that point in the film. Like he was, he was in it. <laughs> and, yes. And, and I don't know if you know this, you probably do, but Carolyn Grimes said the exact same thing. That is her favorite scene in the movie. Oh, did she? Yep. Oh, how interesting. I know. It's so ironic that that matched up completely. That is exactly what she said for the same exact reasons you did. Hmm. <laughs> and I know... That's amazing. I know. See, you two are in sync. <laughs> and you you share the same vision for the film, too. And I know you grace people every year or when you can by appearing in Seneca Falls, uh, New York. And I'm sure you get just, I mean, bombarded with all your fans who absolutely just love the work you did. And what is that like being immersed in Seneca Falls, which of course is the real life Bedford Falls? It, it, it really is like being in Bedford Falls. People are uh, very uh, patient. Uh, they, they, all the good parts of people come out when they're at the festival. I love that. And do you still watch the film? Do you ever catch it and and? Have have that happy memory, or is that something you're kind of like, okay, I did that. <laughs> it's not a tradition in my house, but it is for many people. Well, once in a while, I watch it. Mm-hmm. My my grandsons watch my scene on YouTube. I love that. <laughs> and they quit. <laughs> <laughs> when when they're older, I bet they'll watch it. <laughs> right. <laughs> And, and they also have uh, a, a business going where they tell their teachers, I was in the movie, and can I sign, autograph a picture for their teacher? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really smart. Uh-huh, right. right. <laughs> and, and I'll bet they get great grades. <laughs> <laughs> And you had um, mentioned that acting was something sort of, it wasn't necessarily your dream as, as a youngster. So right. you you had your wonderful moment. And you were, I mean, that's very successful to, to be on television and to be in that one movie, which of course has become just gangbuster. <laughs> but you have since chosen, you chose to walk away from that. I'm just curious, um, what age did you decide, hey, I just want to be... I want to have my normal life back. I made that decision when I graduated from high school. I was going to go to UCLA and uh, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew I didn't want to continue in the performing arts. So uh, 17 was the breaking point. (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, that took a lot of courage for you to come to that self-realization and also, you know, like you said, it, it might have been your mother's vision, but it was not yours. And I know right. that can be a difficult conversation. Like, hey, mom, I, I don't want to do this. <laughs> um, uh-huh. and, and, and you ha- you stayed true to your inner voice. I and, had to. 
Yes. I, I really, I had no choice. Yeah. Um, for, for sanity's sake, I think. It's, it's really important to follow your own path. But, you know... I, I agree, yeah. And you know what I love about your life is you were in this movie, It's a Wonderful Life, and, it, and it's helped so many people. And you kind of went that path organically. I, I would love for you to share with people what direction you took your life. Well, initially, I, I knew I wanted to work with people and for people. Mm. And so at that time in our culture, women who attended university had three choices. You could be a teacher, a nurse, and um, a, I forget the third alternative was okay anyway I I became a nurse but I knew that from the beginning <laughs> I knew that wasn't the right choice but I stuck with it because I, I, I was taught to stick with things and uh, so I stayed with it uh, wrote a textbook that won a, an award wow and but then I was offered the opportunity to study psychology. And when I got into the, the field of psychology, I knew that was, that was where I wanted to be. That was what spoke to my soul. So I eventually uh, became a clinical psychologist and then uh, a Jungian CG Jung, uh, analyst. Wow. And I'm, I'm still, I'm semi-retired. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You're pretty busy. So you're, you're semi is probably full time to everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't know about that, but anyway. <laughs> now for my audience. I have time to do this. Uh, uh, to talk to you. <laughs> well, I think that's because you're gracious. Because what my audience doesn't know is that when I would email Janine, she was wonderful, she was courteous, she was willing to do this, but she is a very busy woman. So you have to make sure that you catch her in this window because she's in demand. And I find that wonderful and inspiring. Thank you. And, um, and I think on behalf of everybody who has adored the film, I think it's wonderful that you went into a path of helping people and trying to get them out of the rut they might find themselves in. And it's kind of, it's, it, it, it's very serendipitous that you did this one movie that has that underlying message and then you go into a field where you're helping people. Yes, uh -huh. yeah. Do your- uh, I, I don't think it's accidental. No, I don't either. Uh, I call that a God wink. I think that was a, a uh, very much a God wink. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> Have any um, of the the people that you've helped out find out that you're in that movie? <laughs> uh, rarely. <laughs> you, you may prefer I, it that I way, suspect, right? <laughs> I suspect some of them do know and they don't mention it. Uh, <laughs> because they would only know if they had Googled me. <laughs> right, right. And there, 
somewhat embarrassed to acknowledge that they've done that. (laughs) (laughs) So when you're not working and you're not doing one of your appearances, what is it that you like to do? What's your idea of a peaceful day or a hobby or something you enjoy? Well, my number one preference is being with my family. That's uh, wonderful. I I have two grandsons. One's 15. The other one's about to turn 10. And they're just the delight of my life. Aww. <laughs> so, and, and, and their mother and father are as well. So that's, that's number one. Uh, number two is I uh, like to just sit in my garden and uh, muse. Just let my mind wander and see where it leads me and um, that's something I never really had the time to do so I I appreciate it so much and at this point in my life I also take naps which I (laughs) naps are wonderful (laughs) (laughs) they are but I I I took my first nap since I was five years old about two months ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, it's funny you mention that because I was in New York as an actor. I've since kind of um, rid myself of that and decided I wanted some sanity myself. Uh, and so I, I moved back to Pennsylvania and my sister and I got a place and she's actually taking a nap as we speak in the next room. <laughs> and, and, you know, and she's um, about 30 years old. So don't feel bad. That's and she's napping away. And, oh, I don't uh, feel bad at all. <laughs> <laughs> and she is actually going into the same field as you. She wants to help people with psychology. So you're you're an inspiring woman. Well, I I thank you. That's that's very kind of you. Uh, I I I think it's a very rewarding and demanding field. Um, I can only imagine with the studying alone what that was like. Well, not only that, but when when you're with individuals, you're 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 you you don't have a textbook. Every person is different. Every person has different needs, different problems, different traumas. That's part of the uh, interest in, that I have in the field, like how. How individuals can be so different and yet the same. Oh, I love that. That's so true. And there's not one answer for everybody, like you just said. You can read it, you can study it, but it's different when they're right in front of you. (laughs) Yes, Uh yeah. That's amazing. Wow, you're such a a kind-hearted individual, and we are so blessed to have you here and with all the people you've helped and touched and I want to say on on behalf of all the fans of just It's a Wonderful Life alone let alone your clients thank you so much for the gift that you have bestowed upon everybody 
Thank you. No, it's 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 a real pleasure. And I'm curious, do you have plans to make it to Seneca Falls this year, or are you going to kind of wait and see? Well, I'm planning to go, mm-hmm. uh, and hopefully the surge will be over uh, yes. by that time point. But um, we're living in uncertain times, and flexibility and resilience are important qualities to have. They sure are. You can't say, this is what I'm going to do and and expect it to be always what you're going to be able to do. Well, again, let's tie it back right to the film. Same with Jimmy Stewart's character. He thought he was going to do this (laughs) and life took him a different way. So you're very on point. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So true. Most people are not great with uncertainty. (laughs) No, you're, you're right. And I can be one of those at times for sure. I'll have a certain idea in my head and then life takes me in a different direction and I have to try to find the lesson in that or, or what the benefit of it. That's true for me as well. <laughs> I haven't reached perfection. <laughs> <laughs> now, you mentioned writing earlier. Is there any possibility of you writing a book about your life or semi-autobiographical or about your, your studies or is that not something that interests you? <laughs> I, I play around with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it. It's interesting. One of the reasons I was intrigued to have this interview is because every time I talk about that part of my childhood, I learn something more about myself. And wow. So it's, it's sort of, it, it, it's in the back of my mind. Um, I think you should. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have a lot of very astute observations about life, and I think with all the people you've touched, people would be very interested to read about your life and your personal thoughts on how to cope. Mm. So that's just my nudge to you. I think you should. <laughs> I, I appreciate the nudge. <laughs> But not today. Okay, not today. That's fair enough. (laughs) Janine, you are wonderful. You've been such a blessing to talk to. I'm just curious what's in front of you immediately. I know you have something going on today, but uh, so you're going to spend time with your family or or you have a lot of work to do? Uh, Unfortunately, it's the beginning of the month and I have a lot of work to do. Wow. But... Uh, later on I hope to play and relax well you've earned it and I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart and I mean this for taking the time to speak with me and I would in a heartbeat have you back on the show anytime you like and I would be honored to talk to you again because you are a gracious an extremely interesting human being, and I sincerely want to thank you on behalf of everyone who loves the film. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been a delight. 
and I'm going to send you this link later on so you can listen to it. I'm just going to add a little music to it and then I will send it your way. Okay. <laughs> wonderful. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Janine. You're wonderful. Thank you, Brian. And ladies and gentlemen, for Footsteps in the Attic, we'll see you next week. <laughs>